What is up, Red State Blues fans? It's your boy Devo here for another episode. And as always, I am joined by the lovely and talented Daniel the Political Manual. How's it going, Daniel? The wickedly talented <laughs> Adele Drazine. Um, It's going okay. What a fitting song for... Yes, I know. Way Down Yonder in the Indian Nation. Which, we uh, which, yeah, we're, we're now... Uh, According to the Supreme Court, in the heart of the Indian nation, here. this will be our first foreign um, pod. <laughs> yes. We filmed all pods yeah, in the I, United States. I know. Of I, do we have to change the name of the pod because, like, uh, you know, we're no longer Red State Blues; it's <laughs> Red Nation Blues. I guess I don't know. Like, I'm not touching that one. What? No, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Like, Red. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, Anyways, uh, let's get it started. There we go. Podcast is now not a bush. Not a bush. A podcast has officially started now. Uh, let's get our shout outs out of the way so we don't forget them. Shout outs to Tim and Lucas. How you guys doing out there? Shout out to all of our other I hope listeners. The marriage is going well. Shout out to all of our other listeners. Please like, share, subscribe, follow us on social media, all that fun stuff. Well, I don't know if it was an unprecedented week this week, but it was certainly an active week. The term unprecedented. Yeah, that's has become. So, Precedent. I've been in a lot of uh, meetings with, like, serious things recently, but uh, there is, like, the, the drinking game for that. Of anytime you hear the word unprecedented, you take a drink. And if you do that, you're going to pass out by the end of the meeting. You're right? going to die. <laughs> like, we're in unprecedented times. Like, everybody. Unpre- I mean, theoretically, every single day is unprecedented, so. Wait, so, at the Soundstooth Network board meetings, you have... Yes. Um, Soundstooth Network board meetings. Important meetings. meetings, Meetings about important things. Yes, yes. And whenever my papers get shuffled around, I go, them some important papers. I wonder why I never get invited to the board meetings of Soundstooth Network. Well, it's a board of one. It's just just basically... Just a dude. Just just me. Maybe two, if you count Landry. Uh, But yeah, it was a, uh, a crazy week or so for the Supreme Court, the SCOTUS. SCOTUS was busy. SCOTUS has, I guess, the SCOTUS is just like, they just lay dormant for a while, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom, 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 here we go. Let's just get, let's just keep them going, get these rulings out there. Well, it's because it's, um, court sweeps week, so for ratings, they have to save all the heavy hitters for June and July. They brought in Judge Judy and Executioner for this one. and Joe Brown's gonna drop Joe Brown, uh, Mills Lane, they got Mills Lane in there. (laughs) Uh, judge, I think Jerry Springer does one now. Does one of those those court shows, uh, yeah. So, uh, lots of rulings. Some good, some bad. Some uh, maybe not as consequential as people think. Uh, so let's start off with a bad one, which is uh, the SCOTUS sided with uh, Donald Trump in that uh, companies can opt out of birth control uh, aspects of healthcare. That sounds like a 5-4. Is that a 5-4 ruling? I believe that's a 5-4 ruling, yes. Um, so, as many people have pointed out, and, and, and well, I mean, as everyone has always pointed out to us, we are two cisgendered white males, so clearly we need to be talking about uh, female rep- reproductive rights, as it is America, and that's who does that. Well, how many women were in the majority on that vote? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Uh, but uh, the the reality of this is, people pointed out, it's like not all people take birth control for birth control. 
for controlling birth. Yeah, it is. It's used for various other uh, ailments that might exist. Uh, and so, what is our gender breakdown on listeners? Uh, our gender breakdown on listeners is: I assume it's one female listener and five hundred and thirty-five male listeners. All right. Well, female listener, let us let us explain yeah. what birth control this is, goes. Uh, to steal for. a segment. This is guys on chicks. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, but no, no. It, it, in all seriousness, no. Though, like I think, uh, even though we are dudes, we kind of one hundred percent realize that no, women should not have their ability to get birth control taken away. From women them. have enlightened us that it's used for things other than birth control. Yeah, like, and it's also even if it's just used for birth control great like you should not be able to like dictate the private lives of your employees to that level uh like well if you don't like it you shouldn't have went and worked at hobby lobby i mean in in a way isn't that like a hipaa violation to know what they're well four supreme court justices say yes yes is but like i mean i have insurance through my job like my school can't come back and you know they can't say Oh, you used your insurance to get a nose job, so we're firing you. Like, no, it's my insurance. Like, I pay for it, right? Like, it's, I don't, I don't. Well, it's a benefit. Yeah, it's a benefit, but like, I still don't think that they have. It's the, part of your, yeah, um, my compensation package. compensation package. Like, but, but I mean, this did include universities, I believe. Yeah, and I, I mean, I can, we can assume that we know what universities would be upset about this. Liberty, Oral Roberts. Like, uh, Southern Nazarene and things like that. Uh, like, yeah, I, I propose, um, that the Red State Blues Nation, yes, um, officially use our cancel culture power to cancel Liberty Buchema. We should. Liberty University is, is, is pretty garbage. So, um, but hey, you know, uh, people still go there for some reason. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but like. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it's pretty clear. Uh, but yeah, I don't think any like state school. I don't think like the University of Oklahoma or Oklahoma State are going to be denying their employees birth control. Like, but it's going to be those religious in- institutions that are. And how archaic to force somebody to have a baby just because they have sexual intercourse? Well, you know, I, that that ends up being a lot more expensive than just providing birth control. Well, yes, but it's. Logic does not factor into these things, and you know that. So yeah, I, I I mean, this is some good old Monty Python. Every sperm is sacred stuff. So shout out to Tim, uh, <laughs> our devout Catholic fan. Uh, but uh, but in that same vein, another negative uh, is that they sided uh, again with the Trump administration on uh, religious school funding. That that uh, now, can you remember this this? this uh, case explicitly, because I think this was like earlier this week and I've kind of forgotten about it. Yeah, I've got case overload as well. I believe um, they just stated that it is um, unconstitutional to not allow people to spend their, their, in quotations, money on um, private schooling that they pay to taxes. Okay, so, so this sounds like if you're a state that has approved vouchers that this case was probably brought against that state to try to kill vouchers right and so instead the supreme court has ruled that the voucher system is is legal which again i don't know like it's always hard to deal with the supreme court because you have to look at it through if you believe what the people are on there to do then it's to 
justify it's to justify the constitutionality of something and I can see that there is a pretty clear argument that if a state does vote to allow vouchers that you know they're kind of in the purview of the Tenth Amendment there because there's nothing in the Constitution about education and so those powers that don't lie in the Constitution and the federal government therefore lie in the state the counter argument would also obviously be the separation of church and state so you're dealing with that interpretation so I can see where the Supreme Court ruling is coming from I don't think any of these rulings except for one has sort of like been shocking to me based upon the way that the justices align themselves the only one I found shocking was uh, the tax return. Which tax return one? Uh, well, the one the, that Gorsuch the wrote one, the majority for. Yes, the one that Gorsuch wrote the majority for. With the libbers, with the yes, uh, with the libbers. Uh, but wasn't that a seven to two? The tax returns. Oh, I'm sorry. I was jumping ahead in our programming yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. To, to, yeah no, no, the tax returns were seven to two. So that's yes. uh, that's a pretty big. Like, both Gorsuch and Kavanaugh split with Trump on the tax return. Well, they split on the Southern District of New York being able to... Yes. Yeah. And this definitely reeks to me of lawyers supporting lawyers. Sure, but the our next case that we're going to talk about is a bunch of lawyers that have now become um, members of the House of Representatives... True. Who also faced a 72 yeah. so, so what we're talking about is, like, there was the... There's two different things. There was the House of Representatives wanting to see Trump's financials, and then there was this subpoena that wants to see Trump's tax returns uh, through the 2nd District of New York. Uh, which, there are... Those are two pretty big differences to me. Sure. Like, one of them is an actual court case that is trying to be levied against someone that they believe has had impropriety. I, I kind of understand not just giving Congress willy-nilly access to a political figure's finances. I think that would have long-lasting implications. Yeah, like, like or, you know, I could see that... Like, Far beyond 2028 when Don Jr. Yeah. Um, I, I could see, like, out. I could see, like, a, I think it was a, a King of the Hill where Peggy digs through a men super nuisance phones uh, trash and finds that she spent money on a bum fights pay-per-view I get to see some congressman trying to like pan through other political figures like credit card receipts to like say oh well look uh, he uh, and then using this ruling to yeah to justify like hey uh, congressman Carl Weathers uh, he had a Brazzers account (laughs) like so I kind of get where they're coming from ruling against that the tax return thing like you would have to be a colossal moron to run for president and just be hiding tons of stuff in your tax returns. But... No, I'm not saying that he's not a colossal moron. He did all that and is a colossal moron and got elected president. That is true. So, So I, I I still don't know. I don't think... I know I saw a lot of people celebrating it this morning and I was like, man, I get it. I like that it's a win, but... I don't think anything's going to come of it. Well, I don't know if anything will come of it before the election, but if you have people like his personal lawyer writing checks to porn stars... That is um, true. That information, although it's already been divulged, will go to a grand jury, and they'll be able to see specifics. And, I mean, like we are talking about with with Congress 
and limiting their ability um, to to pry yeah. as a good thing. I think it's good that they've established with this ruling that a president is not above the legal system. Yeah, and a, and a president shouldn't be above the legal system. I mean, that's not you know because that was the like centerpiece yeah. of their argument. Yeah. I do like that you know. Supreme Court, like, we have not, to my knowledge, we've had Supreme Court justices that have been kind of dirtbags and horrible people, uh, but uh, we have not ever had a Supreme Court justice just, like, blatantly break the law, even though that they have their appointments for life, right? And there's really nothing there. Like, we've never removed a Supreme Court justice. I don't even know the mechanism. Yeah, I don't know if there is there a process for that. Like, I don't know. So it's kind of, you know, so it is... And again, uh, I, I tell this to people all the time, the Supreme Court of the United States is a very weird entity because they really have no authority whatsoever. The only reason they have authority is because we let them have authority. Like, there's, they have no like way to back it up. It's just that we kind of accept their authority. Whereas, like, the president, he can control the army. <laughs> Uh, Congress can like defund things. They can legislate and yeah. Whereas, control the first but then like the Supreme Court can just like they just make their judgments. It's like this body of nine like oligarchs <laughs> making rulings that flows with whoever's appointed them. Uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah. But well, yeah, no. I mean, um, the uh, Burger Court, the Warren Burger Court, uh, Warren Burger. I think if I'm getting this right, he was appointed by Eisenhower. And Eisenhower said that it was, like, his biggest mistake ever because Warren Burger was supposed to be this big conservative or whatever. And then Burger becomes, he becomes Supreme Court justice. He's like, well, yeah, but I'm also just ruling on the Constitution. So he just kept overturning all this stuff. Well, I mean, yeah. we kind of have an example of that largely with someone like John Roberts who was yeah. put in place by George W. Bush and has voted, and he allegedly hated Obama, but voted in favor of Obama things. Yes. And, and against I, Trump as and, well. And maybe that's a thing, you know, it's such a small circle of people, maybe they are just above the partisan stuff at times, but, like, it is it is still weird to see that, like, it is always weird when they break ranks, and, like, the tax return thing today was a massive breaking of the ranks. So which two justices voted against it? Was it, uh, Mr. P.P. and the cocaine? And, uh... Was it Clarence Thomas? I'm sure it was Clarence Thomas yeah. was one of them. Like, Clarence Thomas gets a pass, and I don't know why. He I, he hasn't spoke he has, at... He, he doesn't ask questions at Clarence hearings. Thomas is, like, a deplorable human being. Hello. What's going on? Uh, and, uh, he, uh... Hey, guys. This is when, uh, in the podcast, someone randomly showed up in the backyard and was here to deliver a wallet that he found in a rental car that he was in. His name was Neckbone. He seemed like a delightful gentleman. So if you're wondering why there's a weird edit here, that's why. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Podcast thing that we're doing, just because it's um, sweeps week for us as well. But it's really not. It really happened. Yeah, no, this really happened. Uh, uh, In case I cut it out, just a quick recap. A gentleman pulled up. He told us his name was Neckbone. He rented a a car that he found a wallet in who's one of my neighbors apparently and so I am now tasked with introducing myself to a neighbor you're the middleman yes I'm the middleman here so uh, we'll, we'll figure this out I'll go knock on their door here in a little while maybe and scare the shit out of them <laughs> by knocking on their door late at night 
They'll uh, probably call the cops on you. Yeah, probably call the cops on me. I, I, I don't think any of my neighbors are probably like uh, stand your ground people, so I'm yeah. probably okay. Guess you'll find out tonight. I will find out tonight. Maybe I'll have an extra hole with me. Um, but yeah, we're talking about the SCOTUS. So we, 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 we've talked about the breaking ranks and all that stuff. Uh, which other ones did we need to talk about here? Uh, so we talked about religious schools, Congress financials, birth control, tax returns. A few weeks ago we had DACA. We've had so Trump's been he was going on a tirade today. He's been handed the L's quite a bit. There have been multiple all caps tweets this morning, um, which if you know the Donald, you know that all caps tweets yeah. mean yeah that means things are going bad. Things are going bad. Uh, but then we have one that is very uh, ruling today that is very uh, close to us here in the great state of Oklahoma. Um, where? The great state of Oklahoma. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you, yeah. you mean, okay. Well, As of 8 o'clock this yeah, morning, maybe. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. So let, let's talk about this. It was ruled today um, that Congress never officially negated the creek nation and so theoretically the land that we're on right now is still technically reservation land uh which this is uh, you know a lot of people have been like making memes and jokes about this today the reality of this situation is all it really means is like if you're a registered tribal member you can't be tried in a state court it means more than that it means a lot more than well, that it also means that if you have been tried in the past well, well, yes. That yeah. you will have to be retried under if you federal want, jurisdiction. Now, if you want to be. Because... Well, yeah, if you're innocent, you're not going to ask for a retrial. Y y well, no, I mean, but, like, if you did it, and you know you did it, like, you don't want federal penalties. Federal penalties are far worse than state penalties at times. It depends on what you're doing. Like, you could get a retrial, and it could be far worse for you. Does the federal... Offered the death penalty currently. I know, like, I Timothy McVeigh got it. No, I think so. Yeah, I yeah. think so. I think we've never taken a... a yeah, so I, th I think they do. Because, yeah, yeah, because treason still can have the death penalty on it. So, but, yeah, no, I mean, you might not just, like, be, you know... <laughs> again, this is going to be mostly for criminal matters, is the jurisdiction that we're dealing with, not civil manners, matters. Uh, now, knowing very little, but a, just a slight shred about tribal court systems they do do mostly civil matters in tribal courts uh divorces and things like that will be handled through tribal courts i was i was in the uh i believe potawatomi nation supreme court and they were like we've used this courtroom once and it was for the dedication of the courtroom oh my goodness and they're like now meanwhile the one over there which is for civil matters we use like 60 times a day uh so but it does. It will have some fallout, probably, with uh, Native American uh, casino negotiations, uh, tribal compacts. It does give some some power to the tribes in that regard. I think the misnomer that a lot of people had is that like this isn't taking sovereignty away from Oklahoma. It's just saying it's just saying that oh no, we're abiding by what the law used to be, which is. They, it used to be, meaning it always has been. It always has been, but, like, that tribes are under the jurisdiction of the federal government. Not as opposed the state, to the state government. As opposed to the state. Which is, which is an understanding that does have ramifications, potentially, for casino gambling and things like that. So, Well, and just from a morale standpoint, I am not 
um, of native descent, but how many Supreme Court rulings have cited in the favor of the tribes as opposed to the state and federal government? Yeah, it does see. Yeah, it does seem like the tribes are usually on the winning side in the recent years. I was thinking the opposite. I, oh, I think in recent years the tribes have come out pretty good. Like, not now, I mean, like, we're going back to, like, the 60s and stuff like that, but even then, I mean... Or even before that. Well, before that was even worse, but, like, I think you started seeing the swing toward more pro-tribal stance through the Supreme Court in the late 60s, 70s, even through the Reagan administration. Um, But we also, this is also a unique thing to Oklahoma, because our tribes are much different than tribes in other states. Like, the five civilized tribes have rights and precedents established that other tribes don't have. Like, Texas tri- tribes in Texas have little to no rights whatsoever, just because it's a completely different system. Um, and in, then if you look at, like, the Sioux up in uh, the Dakotas, they're also in a slightly different area as well when it comes to federal rights, more combative, certainly, than our tribes are. Uh, more standoffish uh, at times, but rightfully so. But I don't know. I, I do think it will factor in for us here in Oklahoma. I think it will factor into the casino gambling. What about mineral rights? I wonder how that will be affected. Yeah, now, see, that's that's interesting because, because, you know, there's always that tricky subsoil rights thing. Mm-hmm. And just because you own land doesn't mean you own the subsoil rights. And so... Those things can kind of uh, be all over the place. I think there's an airplane with some of those parachute airplanes that something's going to parachute out of here in a little bit. It does. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, the, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I assume that there will be some subsoil rights, uh, some mineral rights, probably like some wind farm rights maybe if, if this extends to other parts of the state. Well, it's eastern half. I know so. it's eastern. Yeah, I know it's eastern half. We don't have a lot of those over here, but... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what all it affects. I know. Some yeah, I, I do not know. I'll I'll be the first to admit. Yeah. I do not know what the fallout will be from this, but I do think it will be, from a criminal justice standpoint, a disaster. It well, I mean, again, the 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 reality of it is, if you have been tried and convicted in a state court, and you think that it was, and you're a, but you have to be a member of the tribe, right? right. This doesn't apply to like non-tribal members, right? Right. So. You literally have to sit there and weigh whether or not you think you can win that case in a federal court. And because federal penalties are often a lot stricter and larger well, than state. Well, the, the main thing with federal penalties is every sentence is, um, I believe, 85%, if not 100 So you're not going to get sentenced to five years and then get out in one. Yeah. Whereas if you're yeah. sentenced by the state, that can happen. So. I mean, it's sad that the what the beneficiary of this court case was and where it came from, which seems like a real dirtbag person, but... Who received a 500-year uh, sentence yeah. for molestation. Yeah. Which, if he didn't do it, then okay. But it was not based on that. Yeah, I know. This... It was based on solely the idea that, yeah. So, you know, not all... Like, I don't know. I think this is a wash ruling at the end of the day. I think there will be lots of court cases retried. I have a friend who's a federal judge, and uh, she told me that while it won't affect her, the other federal judges have been told to prepare for a lot of cases. A heavy docket. A heavy docket coming up. 
do you really want to do that? I don't know, because if you can't afford a good lawyer, <laughs> then it's not going to matter. Uh, and most people locked up aren't going to afford a good lawyer, yeah. So, right. uh, I, yeah, because I was under the misguided uh, notion before I thought about it more. That I was like, oh, this means I get to be tried in tribal courts. Oh, that's not the case. It means they're tried in federal court, which... Currently, federal courts are pretty conservative, uh, given the numerous appointees that have happened under the Trump administration. So, there have been a lot of new judges appointed. A lot of new judges. A lot, a lot of new judges. But it was still fun to see all the memes and stuff today. I did say, I did think that the Creek Chief should have come out and did a mask mandate on all uh, <laughs> all of Eastern Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, if your if your uh, if your mayor or governor won't do it, your your new chief will. Um, but, you know, uh, hey, I'm sure they, they were maybe caught off guard, too, and uh, trying to figure out uh, what is going on in the, uh, the whole situation there as well. So, now, if we want to move away from the SCOTUS, and uh, we are, let's do a little, uh, I do want to say, well, this is COVID-related. We have our, uh, our segment, AOC Red, uh, recently... People are upset about it because uh, she was blowing bubbles at a small child. And people were like, this is giving that kid COVID. And we're talking about AOC. And then people were like, well, here's the thing you didn't remember. She's blowing into soap. <laughs> so she's pretty much ble bleaching yeah. her bubbles just like, like, like I the think presidential was, guidance I, told us to do. I think it was MSNBC that said... While it's not a good look to take your mask off in public and, like, blow something in a child's face, like, this does not spread COVID. Right. <laughs> like, a, a soap bubble. Soap bubbles are probably safer than... Yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing, I guess, coming out of this today is I watched a little bit of Joe Biden's speech from Pennsylvania today, and people were blasting him for adopting too much of Bernie and AOC's platform. Which I think is pretty dumb to blast him for. I, I think he's still. Uh, did you see their whole like campaign I, thing today that they? No, they I did come, not. Okay, so their new thing that they sort of uh, launched today was um, to buy American. Mm -hmm. Like so the way we're going to return business is that like we're going to develop the new types of businesses and products that we need here, and then we're going to buy them from here. So it's 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 still a very centrist sort of like. Thing, uh -huh. but he's so it's like yes, yeah, we're gonna get American industry back, but also that a new American industry is going to be like artificial apps. intelligence and and, and, and and clean energy and things like that. Not steel plants, not steel mines. plants. Yeah, and he was doing this in Pennsylvania to a state of people that are losing their jobs, and he's trying. You know, he's like I. He said he's got a detailed plan to bring five million jobs back to the United States uh, into that sector. And well, once we lose TikTok, and yes, once we lose TikTok, all in those the, in the Chinese virus wars of 2020, yes. um, I would imagine that you know now, that I know will we, open the lane for a new. I know drink. we didn't. I know we didn't plan on talking about this, but like, yeah, the TikTok thing, I guess, is actually kind of legitimate. Uh, India banned TikTok. Uh, I haven't seen any Salt Bay on my Facebook. And the whole point of it is is that, uh, you know, they think it's a Chinese intelligence gathering scam. And that there's... Every app is an intelligence gathering yeah, scam. Yeah, I know. But, eh, it is what it is. 
I, I think, you know, we could live without TikTok. It's fine. I, I'm not a TikToker, or whatever you call their users. Yeah, uh, yeah. TikTokies? But whatever it is. We have a friend that, that is uh, very, very popular on TikTok. I think he's got over 150,000 followers on their TikTok, so. But, uh. That's 200. Yeah, you can, you know, you can monetize it. I think it's innocent enough. I don't know if, if what, I watch TikTok. If that's the intelligence that China's gathering on us. That's pretty dumb. Yeah, it's, it's not really anything that is ever going to be used against us. So, I know it's not, you know, a direct competitor, but on the rise is the app, which I can't remember the name of right now. I'm sure you'll be able to help me out with this. The app that you contact celebrities to film Oh, Cameo? For. Yeah, Cameo. So, TikTok, I know it's not, again, a... But Cameo's on the rise. Well, Cameo's on the rise. And it's American, yeah. I think. Or or it's Chinese. Well, Cameo's on the rise, but I, I, like Cameo is different. Cameo, you're not like... I know it's not the same platform, but... Well, yeah, like... I'm just talking about um, building American, like... Oh, yeah, Joe yeah. I, uh, I think it was uh, Floyd Mayweather that's on it now, and he's charging $999 to do a spot. Like, I have To bought, wish my I grandma have, a bir uh, I, happy birthday. I have bought a Cameo yes, for, a, you... for a podcast... Were you pleased? Uh, yeah, it was fun. We I, I bought a character from the Trailer Park Boys to do something in his voice for our, our show that we did. I missed that episode. It was a birthday present uh, for someone. And it was fun. It was neat. It's like, all right, great. These, these B and C list celebrities uh, can make a little extra money. So Alabama the dog that you hear barking in the background will be doing um, cameos for eight ninety nine. <laughs> all red state blues. Yes, eight ninety nine. The eight ninety nine and the birds. She will bark. If you want the birds, she'll bark. Happy birthday to your mother. If you want the uh, if you want the masters birds, then you're going to have to get uh, fifty five bucks. Though. That's, that's going to thirty be seconds though. Oh yeah, thirty seconds. Like like uh, I'm sure when I did the cameo, the guy was very confused because I did like the shortest one ever because we did a bit with him. Like we we made him do a bit with us, and so it was literally like a ten second cameo. Um, but you send him a, a script. Do you send scripts for all you, of them? You you send scripts. They don't have to follow them, but it's to give them a general idea of what to do. Of what they're, and uh, it, you know it's a video and an it's a it's, you know it's a video that you get. And so our guy he dressed up like the character that he is, and he was like, yeah, you know, he, he did a good job with it. Like uh, I was listen recently listening to a podcast, and they were doing uh, their fake award show. And they did nothing but cameos to get presenters. Uh, and, like, they had Butterbean be a presenter. What that cost you, like, five I, bucks? I have no idea. Like, let's see if I can look up Butterbean. But, like, instead of reading what they... Because he was supposed to, like, say the answer... Like, the winner of this category is... He just said his own name. <laughs> and they were like, well, that's not it. So here's a different cameo. And uh, they had that. Let's see Butterbean. What do you think Butterbean runs? For 30 seconds? Yeah. Is that the standard? And does he say your name or his name? <laughs> he says matters. whatever you want him to say, allegedly. Um, I'm going to guess $24.99. Butterbean cost you $79.99. That's a ripoff. $79.99. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, hey, whatever. People are having fun with Opulence it. Opulence 101. If you're hosting, like, a podcast about The Office... You can probably get Oscar from The Office to do you a cameo for, like, 50 bucks. Yeah. Like... I, I heard that Carol Baskin is apparently basking in 
the glory of Cameo. She is doing 199 videos or 199 dollar videos. Yeah, see, don't and, support those people. Well, no, but she apparently is clearing 100k a week, a week from just doing her 30 second bits. It does not surprise me at all. No. Uh, let's see something near and dear. Oh wait, here we go. You can. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so there's apparently different levels that you can do. Like how personal they get. Like, you can get videos, but you can also just ask people questions and have them respond. So, you could get... Oh, if you want to... Okay, so if you just want to ask Andre Dawson a question, uh-huh. 20 bucks. If you one wanna, question? One question. He'll give you advice or whatever. And a video answer? A video... No. No, that's just a text question. <laughs> What? $75 if you want the video. For Andre Dawson? For Andre Dawson. I yes. bet 80% of our listeners don't know who Andre Dawson is. Uh, now, here's the thing, though. Andre Dawson, 75... I know this is, like, getting off track in the podcast, but apparently this is what gets you listeners. Uh, Fergie Jenkins, 65 bucks. Fergie uh, should charge more, but whatever. Yeah, I, 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 Maybe I'm a bad Cubs fan, but who's Robo Garcia? Robel? Yeah. I do not know this guy. Uh, Albert Almora. Junior. $95. Well, he's currently playing. Well, not currently, because... Kyle Schwarber? $209. So is this for him to do a 30-second video? Yeah, it's for him to do a video. Okay. Now, uh, we can all... You can get Corey Patterson for $55. No one wants that. Who's buying Corey Patterson? But you can get John Lieber for $55. (laughs) Nobody wants that either. But you can ask John Lieber a question for $5. How much Mark Grace has to be on this? No, I don't see Mark Grace on here. This does seem like he should be. This, Let He me, probably didn't know how to work his phone. He probably He's too busy pirate-eyeing it, probably, to, to get it. No, I don't see Mark Grace on here at all. Uh, now, Big E from the WWE, $129. So, so there you go. Uh, boy, this is just... I like that he's not even listed by his real name, but you can get Shooter McGavin. <laughs> not not the that, actual actor. What's that cost? I got... $230. Does he do the... Oh, I guarantee the air gun he, 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 Shooter. He definitely has to, uh, to do that. And he's uh, a relatively acclaimed actor. Yeah, I know. Relatively. I mean... You're not on here if you're Tom Cruise. So uh, we're going to get on a cameo. If you want any Red State Blues cameos, uh, we're going to do that uh, for you guys. Uh, You can ask us any question for $5. uh, Man, it's insane, the people that are on here. Like uh, Alice Cooper, $350. Uh, You can get a a Jay from... uh, from, you know, Jay and Silent Bob for $110. Silent Bob would be much cheaper because he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk. Yes, that's true. That is true. Uh, and the last one I'll talk about uh, is uh, this, <laughs> which is uh, Mark McGrath, lead singer of Sugar Ray. $100. <laughs> yeah, not doing that. So I don't really know anybody who would be happy if you got them a 30-second video of Mark McGrath wishing them happy birthday. Now, uh, friend of the show... Uh, Laura Cook was uh, excited because there's a internet famous dog on Cameo called Mr. Bubs, who's like a little rat terrier, maybe? I don't know what he is. 
but you can get this dog to do a video for you for $65. Does the money go to the dog or the dog handler? I would assume the dog handler. Uh, I, That's I, like, they I, buy him beautiful things. I love the cheap cameos. Chris Bubik, a Kansas City Royals pitcher, for $16. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Who is this guy? I've never heard of this guy. I bet his buy rate's pretty low. His, yeah, I bet his buy rate is pretty low. I bet his mom just buys them just to talk to him. This is the probably the most engaging uh, uh, set <laughs> that we've ever... Oh, you can get Sonny from the WWE to do... I just looked up wrestlers here. Uh, boy, you can get uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan for 80 bucks. That's reasonable. He says ho in every video, for sure. Ho! Does he do the video with a 2x4? Oh, you know he does. You know he does. I, here's the one I might do if I was going to do it. I might get the Godfather, Charles Wright, to do one at 55 bucks. Get on board the Red State Blues train! That might be our new intro. Yeah, there we could. We could. Uh, but anyways. A little cross promotion. So you guys go check out Cameo. Buy your uh, significant others uh, some Cameos for Christmas or something. Brought to you by our newest sponsor, Cameo. Cameo. Not the band Cameo. Uh, I wonder if Cameo, <laughs> is, Cameo on, is Cameo on Cameo. Is Cameo on Cameo? I don't know. Oh my god. Uh, the dog is going nuts because something moved somewhere. Uh, all right, so let's get to it. He's giving you a little free taste of what you get for the yes, um, Alabama eight dollars. The Alabama eight. Yep. Uh, now uh, let's get to some COVID news here. Um, the governor of Oklahoma, Kevin Stitt, uh, gave a presser today, which was the most frivolous presser ever. It was literally just the state health department reading things, and then he got up there and said, I'm not going to do anything. Like, that's the extent of it, basically. I heard he came out with a color-coded graph. Oh, well, that's... Yeah, did he also throw a snowball and say global warming isn't real? <laughs> like, no, literally, he said, I'm not going to... Like, this whole presser was just, like, to him to say, I'm not going to do anything. They asked, Just to put people's fears at ease, because people are afraid the action will be taken against... Our surging numbers. Um, the last three days, we've seen our three highest totals ever in the state of Oklahoma. Um, the medical professionals, again, I'm doing air quotes yeah. because some people don't believe in medical professionals, um, say it's directly linked to the Trump rally. It is, yeah. Uh, Dr. Dart uh, made a national news saying it was linked to the Trump rally. Now, I know this is, like, not happy territory to talk about, but today in Tulsa, we had the funeral for Officer Johnson at the Maybe Center, uh, and it was just another giant maskless COVID Indoor spreader. Indoor COVID like, spreader. put your mask on. You're not disrespecting him by putting your mask on. Like, it's going to be, an we're going to have another spike in, like, two weeks from that event. Stop doing big events inside. So we can have football outside. Yeah, like, I don't, like, and I get it, you know, they put out their list of the, the serious seven or whatever, but we're seeing that the serious one was the Donald Trump rally. Like, that's what is, like, we were going to have higher numbers. We were going to probably be in the two or three hundreds for a while. But instead, we hit 800 Yeah, yesterday. instead we hit 800. The day before. Because, like, every one person that went to there comes in contact with 30 or 40 people. You're going to have lots of positive tests. So just don't do that stuff. I have absolutely no problem if you are a Tulsa right now and you want to go to a Drillers game. You're outside. They're distancing you. I've seen the pictures. 
Like, they put you next to the person that you come with, and there's no one around you for, like, 20 feet. I don't have any problem from a COVID standpoint, but to call that the drillers... Oh, okay. Well, it's absurd. It's baseball in a stadium, and people want to watch sports. They want to get out of yeah. the house. And, and I, I have no problem. That's a pretty safe I have no way problem. to get out. I, w- I sure. would be a hypocrite if I had a problem with that, and not me having a problem <laughs> with myself going to the horse track. Outside is fine. And I know that even, like, Dr. Dart said the other day... Like, if you have a backyard barbecue, it's not good. Like, I get it. You can't stop everything. But if we are, if we were only all doing backyard barbecues with we friends... We would not be where we are right yeah, now. Yeah, we would not be where we are at. Because we, we're not seeing any tracing back to protests. We're not seeing any of that stuff. And so, clearly... And I know it sucks. It's summer in Oklahoma. It's 105 some days. Suck it up. And go outside. If you need to see people. If you're a person that's cool with like not seeing people, well, stay inside. And don't do anything. But like, for the record, this pod has not recorded indoors in four months. Yeah, I know, and that's yeah, I, I, yeah. It's been a yeah, it's yeah been since spring break that yeah. we yeah. So, but we keep churning out content. Somehow we're doing it outside. Yeah, it's not. So and maybe you can go hang out with your friends outside. Like, fine. You like, like I, I just don't get the appeal. Like, like. I know that there's ways, and it's one of those things that, like, good businesses get punished for bad businesses. There are ways for bars to be responsible. There are ways for restaurants to be responsible. But most of them aren't being responsible. And if, you know, you are irresponsible and go to a Trump rally and then go about your business and continue yeah. to be irresponsible. And not wear a mask. Your spread rate yeah, is just like, going to be through the roof. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just so, so asinine to me that, like, people... Like I, more more than asinine, I really see it as just grade A selfishness. It's the most true. selfish thing you can do because it's not about protecting yeah. you. It's about protecting everybody around you. And I did like today the viral video for Bill Nye. Oh, about the the candle. candle. He's yeah. like, yeah, look, I can't blow it out. It's like the simplest way to show. Like, yeah, like here's the difference. <laughs> like, <sighs> oh. Hey, you know, we're doing our best part, uh, and I'm not gonna. I, I would not. I'm not gonna lie to you guys out there. I've been out to places and stuff like that, but like, I feel like I've been as safe as possible when I can go out. I had to go to the dentist today. I didn't really want to go to the dentist today, but I had to go to the dentist today. But they were being very safe and responsible, and I mean, I'm literally opening my mouth. Like they added an extra step, which was like to like kill all the bacteria in your mouth or whatever that they don't normally do and then everyone was masked up everyone was scrubbed down like every time you're getting worked on they're masked up and everything you obviously as a patient can't be masked up i'm gonna i'm gonna just let my chiclets rot rot out yeah i had a appointment like the week before like march 10th yeah and Things were start- or March fifteenth, maybe even. Yeah. Um, things were starting to heat up, and I was like, I think I'm gonna wait this one out. And well, see, I think I think you would have probably been at a higher risk then, because there wasn't probably any protections in place. Sure. As whereas now, like it was that thing like you have to wait in your car uh-huh. when you pull up. They let you know. They text you and say, "All right, we're good now for you. Please put your mask on. Come in." First thing they did was like, "Here's the hand sanitizer and hand sanitize me." So, because I had to touch the iPad to sign my name or whatever. Did they give you another new one? What? 
iPad. <laughs> no, they didn't give me another new one. But uh, you know, shout out to the shout out to my dentist uh, for not my dentist, not that chain. My yeah, dentist. Shout out to Perfect Smile Tulsa for letting me win an Dental iPad. Railroad. But yeah. <laughs> toot, toot. Toot, toot. Now I do think now if I can only judge things on my experiences this week. I did notice at both the Park Hills South Liquor Store and Aldi, the takeout orders were way up from the last few weeks. So I think maybe people are getting scared again. Good. And there's because it was it was way less busy in South Tulsa when I had to go over for my medical appointment than it was the last couple weeks. So maybe people are actually taking it seriously. That's encouraging. Like, but like, cause yeah, like I was like. I had maybe seen, like, one person in the Aldi grocery pickup line, and it was, like, full this time. And then, like, it was just takeout order after takeout order at the at the liquor store, so. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, if we can, if we have to scare the law and order constitutionalists who are also posting that the way the Nazis took over Germany was through fear, um coalition yeah you know whatever it takes yeah that's such a that's such a i think maybe a straw man argument is what you would use there the nazis didn't take over germany out of fear like yes i know i know but like but so it's just like i take umbrage with like just that logic in general it wasn't fear that let the nazis come to power it was like destitution and like bad policy that other European countries did to punish the Germans that meant people go like, hey, I don't have a job. So, like, which that could play into things. But I think for us, hopefully, people are realizing that the person in power is who's cost them their job. Okay, so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. People are using the argument that government uber control far-left government Mm uber-controlled is trying to win over power by making you wear masks and and social distancing and saying that COVID is real. Yeah. But if you look at our federal government, we have a conservative president. Well, I don't know if conservative is even... even I don't even know that, like... I don't think Uh, Donald Trump has an ethos. Right. Agreed. But um, he... I don't want to sully the good name of conservatives by saying right. that Donald Trump is one. <laughs> but a Republican for now president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Republican Senate. So this large orchestrated deep state plan for America to become subservient to the government... Is running through... Is running through yeah, a... Yeah. Right wing. Yeah, this would be like if your favorite baseball team was like, all right, but plan to win the World Series. Just have a pitcher go out there and throw 88 mile an hour fastballs down the gut to let other team hit it out of the ballpark for a few years, few few games, and then try to come from behind, right? Like to to, to master this deficit. Like, I mean, I understand why. Like, I don't understand. I I no. try to understand why, like the hard right people are pounding their fists so hard and throwing shoe boxes at people at Payless Shoe Source um, yeah. for being asked to wear a mask. But it's it's really insane. It's insane behavior. I, I will say, and this is maybe... I don't know. I kind of have a... I kind of think that, like... 
I know when people are being jerks. There's been a rash this past couple weeks of people doing things on camera and getting fired from their jobs. Like the one, the guy that was at Costco and got indignant and got fired from his job. Like, I do somewhat have a problem with that type of culture in that I don't know if that person was just literally having a really, really bad day. And I know I've had bad days. Now, I know that they're being really stupid, but, like, if you've just had, like, the worst day in the world and, like, someone's getting in your face, you might say something stupid. Now, if you're doing something racist, like calling the cops on, like, a black mom for, like, walking around your neighborhood, okay, screw you, right? I don't care. But what if you take, like I mentioned before, I mean, because this happens every single day. Yeah. If you take boxes of shoes and throw them at an employee of a store, and that's assault. Yeah, that it's assault. How many times have you had a bad day and assaulted a store worker because they asked you to wear a mask <laughs> well that would that would require me going to stores well i'm talking and, about ever and, and not life. shopping on and on, on amazon so amazon i was gonna say amazon so that's that's it's ama- amazing oh yeah oh it is amazing yes. yeah, yeah and i agree i mean yeah i sometimes i do get mad if like amazon can't remember my I, password I, and i i think the only time that i've ever done something like that was when i was a ch- child maybe like in the fifth or sixth grade I just got really angry at someone because they, they made me mad, and then I, they had an umbrella, and I just took the umbrella and did, like, the old, like, baseball, like, bat. <laughs> I just slammed it over my knee and broke it because I was like, I've had a bad day. You leave me alone. <laughs> but, yeah, but then again, I'm also... We're not firing children from their sweatshop, no. yeah. sweatshop jobs. No, I, I, yeah, I, it's just, uh, at times I have, I... Like, I kind of just wish all those people I could know their whole story before we make rash judgments on them. That maybe they do this every day? Or they, they yeah, or this literally was just like... The anomaly hey, that got Hey, my mom video. died yesterday, and like, I got a parking ticket today, I got pulled over on the way to the store, and now, like, like just give me a full story here before I make that, like, knee-jerk reaction to it. Like I don't agree I think, oh, that's, that's I think if you go into a store and assault um, well, yeah, I'm, somebody I'm, well, and you're caught on Throwing tape. something at them is, is different to me than, like, just, like... Well, don't you... Would you... I, I see where you're going with this, but don't you think that, as an employer, if you see somebody that's displaying ignorant and um, offensive behavior... The, the employer should have the right, especially... So, so here is, here's where I... Here's where I think my opinion on this gets sort of skewed. Uh-huh. Which is, like, the Costco guy especially. Yeah, he was being a, a jerk or whatever. And now, we saw the part where the person started filming. Sure, sure. I mean, we don't get I, the full... Which I know that if, like... I'm that employee working at Costco and I believe that you should wear a mask and I'm not making a ton of money. I might be a little snarky and a bit of an a-hole when I'm telling this guy to wear a mask. Like, because I'm certainly a person that will do that to people that are doing stupid stuff to call them out, but not in the night. Like, if someone had walked up, if you saw a full video of it and someone walked up and was like, hey man, uh, we need you to put on a mask or you have to leave. And then the guy goes off. Then I've okay. seen plenty of those videos. Yeah, well that's, yeah. But then if, like, I get the feeling a lot of these are, like, 
hey, why are you being such a... <laughs> and then uh, yeah, record. And, and then record. Or maybe record and then edit later. Yeah, and so that's where I'm just like... Because I know me, and I know I would potentially do that to someone. But I probably wouldn't record them. Like I've had this happen to me before. In, in a way. I had a uh, lady accost me before. Um, and she told me she was recording me. And uh, I, was, I very calmly said... Uh, well, that's very Nixonian of you to record this conversation. And she said, I knew you were a liberal. <laughs> I was like, were you spreading? Because I, I was at a CrossFit competition. That's how you knew I was a liberal. Were you helping spread a global pandemic at the time? I was helping spread uh, exercise and fitness. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, like, yeah, I, I do understand where you're coming from. But yeah. I, I just kind of, you know, I, I, I am very. We need Paul Harvey to come tell the rest of the story. Well, I just, I'm just very against like as much as i enjoy doing a great knee-jerk reaction at the end of the day if it's something of consequence we need to like take a moment get the whole picture and then make our judgment on it so that, that that's that's all i'd say to people it's okay like, get the whole picture then make your judgment i mean i'm saying these people are probably all dirtbags but in the case that they're not we shouldn't probably unjustly like you know just be like instantly oh hey this person's horrible because we saw this one-sided thing come out from someone. So that, that, that's all I caution against. It, it's really crazy how, yes, the world's changed in all regards in, over yeah. the last four months. But over the last couple years, the fact that everybody is now a standalone news reporter <laughs> has really changed yeah. everything about, you know, now, you know, cops shootings. Yeah. This, get a different reaction because it's not just he said she said this kind of reminds me of uh boy to get like we're getting way off uh, on this a little bit but that's fine uh, it reminds me of the simpsons episode where homer grabs the gummy venus de milo from the, off the, the sweet candy yeah and and everyone just judges him without knowing the context of the situation but I love the instant switch at the end of that episode to where groundskeeper Willie becomes the creep. Because he's the voyeur. <laughs> Rowdy, Roddy, Peeper. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Like, That's like, a good analogy. Yeah, like... And now everybody's the creep, and... Yeah, yeah. it's a little it's a little weird. Uh, I was lamenting on a different podcast the other day. I was like, man, it must have been great to be alive in the 70s. <laughs> With no cameras. <laughs> no cameras. You could, like, drink when you're 18, and no one gave a... Sh- crap about laws <laughs> like you just do whatever you want um i mean great for a cisgendered white male is what I yes think exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. let's be let's be that's a, a let's, steep yeah, gradient yeah of let's, let's be let's very very be very very clear about that we understand our privilege like, let's be very clear about that but uh but yeah uh the mayor uh, of tulsa gt bynum uh he did say uh, his opponent is going pretty hardcore on the mandatory mask uh memes greg robinson is right now um, but GT said, hey, um, if we see these numbers continue to go up, then we will consider doing a mandatory mask policy, which the city of Norman did a mandatory mask policy. The city of Norman has made some very, very progressive yeah. city council moves. Yeah, despite the, the fact that most stories about fraternities at, in Norman are pretty the opposite way. There's I don't think most of the fraternity members are registered oh, no. to vote. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Norman. Uh, this is just subtle digging on you, friends. So. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah but, they're problematic yeah. for sure. But uh, I I don't think we're going to see it because the numbers are going to go back down. Like, 
I'm not sure about that. I, I think we're going to have, we had what, 603 today? I think we'll see a few more in the five 600 range. Uh-huh. Then we're going to have a week that goes back down to like four 300. And then maybe this event today will spike us back up for a few more days. It certainly seems like to me he has to see, and I know he talks a lot about the hospitalizations. Which are on the rise. Which are on the rise, but according to the governor, aren't. Well, that's because he's yeah. a liar, and that's what liars do. I, I've they heard lie. that various hospitals are at 100% capacity, but the threshold is that hospitals need to be at 150% capacity to get anything actionably done in the city. So, we'll see if that comes true if we see that rise continue. Well, as we've seen, extreme rises in cases, there's a you know two-week lag... From cases to hospitalization. So I would be very surprised if, you know, we don't see a big increase from the 800 cases to hospitalizations going forward. Yeah. Uh, now and I, it, it's not just the 800. It, that was not like an anomaly yeah. where we had one day of 800 cases and then drop back down. A week ago, within yeah. a week, we were testing at like... Two to three hundred, yeah. and then five hundred became so, somewhat regular. Then eight hundred pops up, and now six fifty to seven sounds okay. Well, so so I think the thing there though is the ability to like logic it away, which is like, oh yeah, these numbers are there because of that Trump rally. Oh, that Trump rally didn't happen several weeks in a row, so I'm not going to do this mandate when I know that these numbers are going to go down because the Trump rally didn't happen. But that's not how virus spread works. I, I know. I'm just talking about the 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 mentality of it. But having a negative man- mentality and a non-proactive mentality will lead to more cases. Yes, uh, it will. But like also not having super spreader events will lead to fewer cases. I don't know what their threshold is. Like, had he said, like... In an ideal world, he would have said, hey, if over the next five days we see an average of 450 cases, we're going to do it. Sure. And, and instead, he said, if we see this trend of increased cases... Well, and he, if you're talking about DART, um, he was specifically asked about that in the presser, um, what the threshold would be. And he said that they're looking at sev- several different yeah. um, guidance points. So... I think that was his way to cover himself in case he goes to GT and says, we've got to do this now, the numbers say it, and if GT says no, yeah. that, you know, they can all cover each other's... I mean, at the end of the day, Dr. Dart is a medical professional. Like The low life of the earth medical professionals, yeah. according to my Facebook. He is not, like... And he is in a position that he should have known... I mean, he does have the responsibility of being able to... Have, knowing that he's going to have to speak in public about issues like this... Like, he is clearly saying things in a way to plus them up as best he can. What do you mean by plus them up? I mean, he's not coming out and saying, yeah, it's we're, we're screwed. Like, there's a lot of cases we should have this. Because uh-huh. he knows he can't do that. If he does that, and then the mayor comes out after that, he's not going to have his job. Well, he did that with the rally. He said this well, is going to yeah. be a super spreader event. Yeah. And then the mayor had the event, but the mayor took huge backlash. And I'm sure... Behind the scenes, that was oh, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, quite contentious. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. I think it would be very, very nice. Uh, like, and I get the mayor's position, as much as I hate to, like, say that I agree with him. I don't know how you enforce that policy. Texas is doing it. But are, but they're not doing it. Because that they had so many caveats that you can get out of it with. Like, oh, you're eating or drinking, so you don't have to wear your mask. Or you're doing this and that. So, like, they didn't do a mandatory mask policy. So, do one like that. That at least... At least it says something. That would tell the general population that the government cares a little that you need to wear a mask yeah instead of saying wear a mask if you want yeah and stit coming out today i didn't see it but i've seen some of the reaction saying we will never tell you you have to wear a mask because it's your right to not but don't tell anybody they shouldn't wear a mask because you definitely should and it's just like it's a circular talk that makes no sense yeah, but, I mean, that's Stit 101. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you hire a businessman to do a politician's job. So. Yep. Well, let's uh, let's get it going here. I, I don't know how much our break was when we were talking to our new friend, Neckbone, there. Um, but uh, I think the last thing we need to talk about is this. If you like sports, wear a mask. Like... If you like football, yeah. wear a mask. So, I, I, I'm not... I think you and I maybe differ a little bit. I do think that we will see some professional sports leagues come back. The NBA, I think, is going to be playing. It's certainly... They're already in their bubbles. They're already, like, doing stuff. I don't know if Major League Baseball will make it. I I have my concerns about Major League Baseball being that several teams have had to shut down the camp. Yeah. Over the last couple days. Yeah. Because they can't provide enough testing to show, you know, results. Uh, show who should play and who should. Yeah, so. the, yeah, and so, but it's also because MLB has done it in a completely different way than the than the NHL or the NBA. The NBA has a bubble. Yeah, and the the NBA, MLB is like, go out there and do stuff, guys. And we'll see if everybody gets. Yeah. Now, when we talked about college, now I I know it was a you know whatever it was it, it was a soundbite that did come from the. Uh, Mayor of or the superintendent of Dallas schools, but he said that he doesn't think there's going to be Texas high school football. So it's highly unlikely. Which and that's like, I don't like saying that there's not going to be Texas high school football. That's a bold statement. That is a that's an insane. That's like saying that McDonald's is going to be out of French fries for the next year. Like, yeah, I mean, they kind of made a show about Texas football. They made a movie and a yeah. show about it. And. Like, it's a whole culture and a lifestyle. And if that's like, like, if I was a Democrat running in Texas, I'd be like, yeah, if we'd have followed our policies, we'd have high school football this year. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, like, I just don't see, I have no, you know, the more you filter down to like the lower leagues, when you get less and less regulation, I think that's when you don't see sports go. Like the NFL, they can regulate. MLB should be able to regulate. But but, they're not. But... MLB has such a weird relationship between owners and the league and the players' union. And the fact that the owners don't want to see a season this yeah. year anyway because they won't make any the, money. The NHL, the NBA, those guys can all do that. Then we get to college sports. And now we're it's a whole different ballgame. What we're seeing in college sports, today the, the Ivy League canceled their fall sports. Yesterday. Which, yeah, yesterday. And, yeah, I, I know you're on a roll here, but... Um, yeah, the Ivy League canceled sport, um, all sports for the fall, yeah. including basketball in November and December. Um, 
and will not allow any sports until January. And the last time the Ivy League took such a bold and um, unforeseen stance was when they canceled their conference tournament in March. And then everybody started trickling on into the cancellation game. And we're starting to see that now where leagues are starting to already pull back on what they're going to allow next year. Yeah, I kind of I kind of thought for a while though that the what the Big 10 came out with today of saying they're only going to do conference play starting in October. Yeah, is kind of what I expected. Do you think things will be different better in October than they are now? Well, no, I think it's the same thing about micromanaging. Like the Big 10 can dictate to their schools what they have to do to be safe. Whereas if you're playing other conferences, you know, who knows what the Mac or the Sun Belt's going to do, right? Like, Sun Belt might be like, yeah, hey, well, we don't care. Just go out and play Let's football, right? Because yep. like, people talk about the SEC loving football. Like, the Sun Belt is, like, even worse schools but also love football, right? I don't even think they make the kids go to class. Yeah. So I kind of see that the same way as I'm talking about, like, the micromanaging of, like, the NBA is, like, a like, – they can control the NBA teams. The Big Ten can control the Big Ten teams. They can say, hey, look, we're going to kick you out of the conference if you don't do this, right? Well, you won't have opponents, so yeah. you can't so, so I can see them controlling the safety protocols and things like that. So I think that's what's going to happen. So from a – from like – let's go back to March. Who won the Sunbelt Conference? Uh, I have no idea. Oh, they didn't play it. Yeah, no, no. They canceled it. Well, yeah, because, because – everything. Well, well yeah, because, but, I mean, that's also at a time when it's like, oh, this is popping off right now. We can't, we don't have time to put a plan in place. We can't delay our tournament three months and play it later. Some would say COVID's popping off right now. Some would say. I yes. mean, I call those the experts and yeah. I... Well, yeah, but I, I mean, I, I, I kind of think that there will be college football, but it will just be conferences only. And Starting then, in, like, October with no fans? Yeah, probably, yeah. I mean, I don't know what the NCAA will do with that. I don't know if they're going to, like, let any kid that plays this year have an extra year of eligibility or whatever. That that seems fair to me. Like, uh, List, that is disaster number yeah, like, 45 billion. But, that is but I mean, but, this. like, people are right in the saying that we need sports and entertainment. Like, this is a time when we need that stuff. So if there's a way to get it done, and do it safely enough, then we should do it. That second part you mentioned is the problem. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know it's the problem. And that's where it comes from, like, regulations that have to be put in place that aren't fun to deal with, but, you know, like... Now, you know, again, I don't know, with more and more universities saying they're not going to have students back on campus, that clearly changes a lot of that. Maybe it's just a year where we just have lots of exhibition games. I don't know. Like... Just a bunch of meaningless just plays so people have something to watch kind of. Well, I mean, it's not meaningless to the athletes. I mean, they've, they've got to prove It's them, a showcase. they got to prove themselves to try to get a job in the NFL or something like that. Do you so. think it would be bigger for the Big 12 to cancel all games or for Texas high school football to cancel all games? <laughs> I think Texas high school football... Now, I, okay, so again, I think in that state, 
that would be like very like oh my god right we're canceling this I still think that like because we look at it and go yeah you're canceling Texas high school football Mm -hmm. you're canceling something that you can't control because I I assume there's like a thousand Texas high school football teams probably I don't know like probably more than that yeah like so like that's like way different than regulating 12 teams right so do you think what I what I meant to say is what would be a bigger statement? I, again, I don't like. I think if if you live in Texas, obviously the Texas I, yeah high school yeah I, yeah because again, I think if the statement is with canceling the lead like a like a Big Twelve series or whatever. Then I don't know that that seems. I think a lot of people will write that off more as a financial decision, like a corporate big league, yeah, kind corporate of thing. big, th- yeah. Whereas, like, we were talking about, like, a ride a pat, like, growing not, up my not, lifestyle. Yeah, not playing right? football you know, in like, Abilene. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, like, I don't know how many, like, where did 40,000 people go to an OSU football game, Where did right? Bill Dozier go to <laughs> high school? Uh, Arlen? Yeah. 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 Like, 40,000 people go to OU OSU football game, like, how big's OU stadium? Like, 60, maybe? I don't know. 75, 80. Yeah, so, like... You got 120,000 people that go to like a college football game on a weekend. Mm-hmm. But you think about the state of Oklahoma and you put every Friday night football game in there. Put the state of Texas. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah like like so then And it's a lot more personal to a oh, lot of yeah. people. Oh yeah, even though it's like horrible football. Right. <laughs> but but they're wearing their Letterman's jackets to yeah. games and so I do think that that would be a huge statement. And maybe it's a scare tactic. It's the right thing to do. There should not be high school sports this fall. Like, you just can't regulate it enough. to. Something would have to change in Yeah, we'd have to have a a, a vaccine, like, now. Or have ten cases, like, Finland. Yeah, yeah, which is not going to happen. No. I I mean, because realistically, it's July 9th, I think? Yes. It's crunch time. Which means that we are, like, a month away from... Like practice starting, if that, like less than a month away from well, practice. volunteer practice is happening yeah. here in Texas. They canceled it. Yeah. So, so yeah, like these these as su- much as it sucks, I think we're gonna. I think we'll get pro sports. Um, NASCAR has kind of shown that they know how to deal with it. Like there are, there are more people at a NASCAR race, like between the crews and the drivers, than there are at a MLB or at a NBA game. Do they test? All the people are just do temperatures, or I, they. Te- I think they're testing everybody. I think that's how we found out that Jimmy Johnson was. That would make sense. Yeah, and so, like, so I mean, like, if you think about, it, if there's like forty cars in a race, well, there's one forty drivers. Then you add the seven, eight, nine, ten crew members, uh-huh. and yet they've had to this point one notable case of COVID. So clearly, they're superstar the last twenty years. It is, but like, I mean, it's still one notable case. Sure. Like, and so clearly they've figured out how to. Now, again, they're. It's outside. It's outside. Uh, but, you know, uh, I don't know. It seems like they could do it uh, they, if they wanted to. So, well, uh, we would like to try to end on something positive. You got anything positive to talk about? Uh, the lightning bugs are prolific tonight. The lightning bugs are prolific tonight. And we'll open up a flash poll later lightning bugs or fireflies? What side do you take? 
Oh. We're going to do a hockey morning show kind of. I think it's 100% lightning bugs if you're in Oklahoma. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, like, I, actually, well, actually, when you just said that, I was like, those are two different things. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, they're not. <laughs> when was the last time you unplugged the lightning bulb, or the, the bulb from the lightning bug? Uh, what? <laughs> you know you can take off their glowy part. No, I've never done that. Oh, That's, no. That seems very cruel. Well, I did it when I was seven. Oh, okay. But well. then you put it on your face and your face glows. You're bad. You bastard. Yeah, I've never, never done that. So, so you are a monster, sir. Well, as a seven-year-old, yes, I was a monster. Okay. Well, uh, I don't have anything. Uh, here's what I'd say to you guys. Please, um, please... Check us out on uh, Twitter. Uh, follow Soundstooth on Facebook and Instagram and places like that. Uh, and just make sure that everybody masks up if you're out in public. If you can't be socially distanced and you're inside, make sure you're wearing that mask. Tell your friends about the show. Yeah, tell your friends They'll about the show. It. Like, subscribe, and share, and all of that. So, guys, thank you very much for being here today. Uh, for Daniel, the political manual, I'm Devo. Peace out. I was feeling the blues. I was watching the news. Yes, when music. This fella came on the TV. He said, I'm telling you that science has proved that heartaches are killed by the sea. Well, that got me doping without even knowing. I'm back right up and roll down. Now I'm on a roll, I swear to my soul. So break